0: Hi y'all, welcome back to the Kara Project. I'm Heather with Jen and Sarah, and we are doing Everyday Kara. Every week we're featuring a different uh, part of the Kara Bible Essentials that are study tips that help you learn how to study the Bible more easily. Today we're focused on reading, and um, it sounds, Kind of simple, right? The idea of reading your Bible should be part of studying the Bible. But what we mean by read is really understanding it from different perspectives. Um, and we're going to pass uh, use a passage today out of Psalms. Psalm 1, 1, and 2 seems like a really fun place for us to study how to read our Bibles and interpret the Bible in, um, in a new and fresh way. So um, what I'd love for us to do is we each have different Bible translations uh, that I'd love for us to read from. The reason why we read from different Bible translations is the Greek uh, and Hebrew that the Bible was originally written in has so many different words that you can interpret in the English language to try to grasp the concept of what an author is trying to teach. So uh, different translations choose different words to be able to try to describe and capture what the Greek and Hebrew uh, was originally saying. So us reading it from different Bible translations gives us a better picture and a well-rounded idea of what the author was communicating. Um, So let me start off with reading NIV, which is the new international version. I'm reading again Psalms 1, 1 and 2. And it says this, Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners. Um, uh, That's take a seat in the... (laughs) Let me start over, oh my goodness. (laughs) Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but who delight in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That's a tongue twister, apparently, but uh, uh, let me see, I think, Sarah, you have the New Living Translation, it's the NLT, do you want to read the same passage in that translation?
1: Yes, absolutely. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord and meditating on it day and night.
0: I love that. You used a different word than blessed. It used the word joy at the beginning, right?
1: Oh, the joys. Yes.
0: I love that. All right. Um, Jen, you have the Christian Standard Bible, which is the CSB. Do you want to read that for us?
2: Yes. Um, Also, I'm laughing over here because right before we started this video, Heather says, okay, we're all gonna, we're gonna read the same verse out of the different translations. And, it, you know, and Sarah says, oh, I'll do it better. <sighs> you, did. you did it, you did it better, than Heather, I know, I almost added,
1: Like, hashtag winning.
0: <laughs> I did that for you, it was totally on purpose. <laughs>
2: thank you, thank you. <laughs> so fun. Okay, all right, let's do this other one. Psalms one, one through two from the CSV says this, how happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked or stand in the pathway with sinners or sit in the company of mockers. Instead, his delight is in the Lord's instruction and he meditates on it day and night.
0: I love that. So, one of the things we notice with the CSB, which I, I think is great, is normally when you hear the NIV and you hear blessed, you automatically think, oh, I'm going to be blessed. I'm going to be given something for not sitting in the seat of mockers and hanging out with the, uh, all the sinners. But what it really is saying is there, there's going to be joy or there's going to be uh, happiness that comes from uh, that. In addition, when it talks about when we delight in the law of the Lord, we are. You know, you kind of think of the law as maybe the Torah or the Old Testament and trying to kind of capture it as just the rules that Deuteronomy about, you know, not hanging out with goats or whatever, all those different rules we have in Leviticus, but that's not necessarily what it's talking about. It's talking about all the Lord's instruction when we, when we delight in God's, God's word, which we're doing right now. And so that's, that's something that comes to life when we start to see it in different Bible translations. There's a lot of other ways that we, um, we can take this reading concept and bring, bring our Bible study to life. Uh, you know, Jen, what are some of the ways that you bring reading to life in your Bible study?
2: Oh, I would say that for me, something that I love to do and is really critical, actually, when we're sitting down to read the Bible, is to just start, like, asking questions. Mm-hmm. Read a little bit, read a few verses and ask yourself, like, what are they talking about? Who wrote this? Who is it written to? What is it, what is it supposed to mean for me? What did it mean when it was written? All these things that we've been talking about all week. Um, also, it can feel a little bit intimidating, right? Sometimes when we read something that our mind's like, what in the world is he talking about? Well, when we ask the question and we really start doing some discovery and digging around, it can feel a little intimidating, right? But I wanna encourage you that if you have a study Bible, you really can learn everything that you want to know right there. It's all in there for you. Broken down, easy to find, and um, you don't have to be a scholar to ask questions and to discover. It's really exciting.
0: I love that. Thank, thanks, Jen. Sarah, Sarah, what about you? What are some cool things that you do when you're reading the Bible that bring it to life?
1: Well, I, I really just love what, what Jen just touched on, asking questions, and um, as I've gotten better at that, that's become something that's more natural for me and less intimidating, um, as well as you touched on study Bibles, too. Lately, I've been going through a season of um, collecting them, it seems like, and, and um, my friends laugh at me, uh, but they, they've been so, so helpful, and, and we touched on reading different Bible translations and and how that can add a depth. Well, the other thing that these study Bibles have are study notes, basically commentary, um, below the scripture. And it could be, you know, a third of the page, a half of the page. Um, now those are all different. The, the study notes in my NIV are different than my ESV and different than my CSB. And, um, I love to read and compare those commentaries that's from like scholars and, um, and, and it's, Amazing how often that can add a depth to my understanding and how often they are touching on different things, how often they're the same, but you know, some different things as well, um, as well as some commentaries that I
2: have. And, and so when I'm really, in the phone, I'll have like, I'm going to say real quick that when you're jumping around to all of your Bibles laid out and just geeking out over all the cool background information, when you say you're finding different information, you're not finding information that is con- that like contradicts each other, you're finding perspectives from from people who saw some, you know, saw it and had a different way of explaining it. It means that means the same thing, but you're just finding just a wealth of different perspectives. But you, you know, you bring up a good point
1: because the commentary is not scripture, right? So every once in a while, yes, usually they're pretty uniformed across the board. Um, however, if you do find a commentary or study note that is unique or is different saying something contrary than kind of the majority over here, it might be something that you wanna kind of tread lightly. I mean, just every once in a while you might find that. I don't see that often, but if you're seeing some bizarre note over here that's different than what all these other scholars are saying, you might just you know weigh that with a grain of salt, I guess.
0: That's that's a great point. And you know, there's two things that I would love to uh, to end us on. Number one is if you're interested in understanding what tools uh, are available that are really easy to help you with Bible study, we have an entire spot on our resource section underneath our content library. There's a whole recommended resource section that gives you all of the fun things that we use in our study uh, uh, from study Bibles to commentaries, um, video libraries, things that help us when we're studying the Bible. So that's number one. And as you have questions, the second thing I would love to just make sure you guys realize is as you have questions, you don't know where to begin, or maybe you get into something, you're trying to understand it more. We have Bible mentors at the Car Project. If you email hello at thecarproject.com, we have Bible mentors that are very willing and able to be able to help you and guide you along the way and happy to help you with any of the questions you have. So those are two great resources for you uh, today. Uh, but this is just another reason why it's so fun to do Bible study is when you read it and you get different perspectives, it really helps you well round out how the Bible can come to life in a new and exciting way. So we will be studying next week all about how to apply the Bible. And you're not going to want to miss this one because this is the cherry on the top of every Bible study. Mm-hmm. So we look forward to talking with you next week.